0: welcome back everybody let's take a break with steven steven shames
1: how are you good doing? to see you my friend how's it going this week it's fantastic every day is a good day above ground. almost the, it's almost the new year it Ready is to yep. or it's around the new year depending on when people are watching <laughs> yeah. this. in
0: the new year by the new year yeah
1: i don't know we'll see if we can watch the ball drop i don't know what they're gonna do if in new you're York watching City this video Trump.
0: then nothing bad happened
1: YouTube, <laughs> there's no YouTube is still up. yeah
0: yeah youtube is still up we're still rolling i'm editing it's fine there's no walking
1: dead 30 right, days right, a night right. yeah whatever you want to call it happening
0: definitely not 30 days a night in new york it's it's too bright right. okay so what do we got this week alex yeah I, we're gonna go a couple a couple of new books again you know we don't we haven't really done a lot of like we said last week we haven't done a lot of doubles so we're gonna jump right back into it um mm-hmm. talk grew the wanderer just got just got new announced. Um, an old book. Sergio Gonis is probably one of the best people in comics. Um, The Matrix.
1: I know kung fu.
0: Show me. Uh, we're going to talk Fearless Defenders, not Defenders, Fearless. Uh, we we'll took a couple more rare variants. We, a uh, more spider man that are variants that are just like ex- impossible to find or just extremely expensive. Um, and my old favorite, a uh, mouse guard. Something yeah, I think that also about. got
1: announced. I think that yep. also got announced for something. Right. Or yep. it's just, okay. Yep. All right. All right, Alex, what are we going to kick it off with?
0: Let's talk grew grew the Wanderer.
1: So what is going on with that property? The prices have exploded. I, I feel like I say the prices have exploded at least two or three times a week every right. week. Now that seems to be the norm. Uh, we saw the Ninja Turtles break some records. We see Band One breaking records. Yep. Uh, yep. What is going on with Gru the Wanderer?
0: We've, we're I think we're finally going to get a Gru the Wanderer animated series or quick funny live action series. Um, you know, this is something that Sergio Aragonis. If you don't, if you're into comics, you know who Sergio Aragonis is. Uh, you know, a Mad Magazine guy. He he did a lot of the stuff on the sides of Mad magazine. Um, but Gru the Wanderer has been a, a, a you know kind of like your, um, Yojimbo, Jimbo Usagi you Yo Jimbo you know it's it the same the same kind of people grew up together and this has just been around forever. Um, funny Conan the Barbarian kind of take.
1: Right. So um, I remember getting a Gru sketch from Sergio at San Diego Comic Con. It had to be 1989, 1988. I mean early he's he's got the mustache he's got the that's he
0: he is yeah one of the best (laughs) he's got the mustache okay
1: uh destroyer duck number one february of 1982 uh there are 107 blue label 9.8s 117 blue label 9.6s the book is over 1200 dollars now
0: there's a uh, lot for a of nine, things eight. in there there's a lot yeah, of stuff and
1: in the there nine six nine sixes are even 325 yeah uh, alex get this it's got a jack kirby and yep. neil adams
0: cover yep how about that this is a book that's a been Jack kirby art it's, it's one of the last jack kirby comics i i, I feel like and yeah ink, I, I, inked I was by surprised. neil adams is a big deal those are two of the greats
1: you know again also like neil adams he doesn't really ink other people because he's kind of the the star of the show, but it's, but it, but it just shows you the power of Jack Kirby that like everyone would be like, yeah, "Yeah, sure. I'll I'll ink
0: him. I'll
1: I'll ink Jack Kirby. Of course. Right. And then, and then 10 months later grew the one grew number one, uh, December of 82, 129 blue label, 9.8. There's actually 41 gold label 9.8. Sergio actually is pretty out there. He does. He'll do the big stuff. Yep. He'll do the big stuff. Uh, that book is about $400 in 9.8, which seems very reasonable, uh, $130 in 9.6. Uh, it's from Pacific Comics, first appearance of the uh, the Sage and Taranto, uh, Taranto uh, Sergio Aragones' biography, Sergio Aragones' story, cover, and art. Yep. Uh, then you have the Groo special from October of 84. Uh, there are 46 Blue Label 9.8s. That's about a $400 book. That's all Sergio Aragones'. Yep. and then grew number one uh came out from marvel and epic yep. in uh march of 85 that was the first marvel one 114 blue label 9.8 there's actually three blue label 9.9s, and that's wow that's pretty big yeah and there's only a, and that's only 150 bucks so i mean that book's 85 that book. i would buy 36 years 36 years old you know 150 bucks you can't beat that yep. all right yep. cool all right what do we got next
0: alex yeah, it's like Matrix. We got a little resurgence in the Matrix coming in. 100%. You're seeing the resurgence. Uh, they
1: are releasing it on HBO Max.
0: Yes. Uh, same
1: days in theaters on the 22nd. Uh, it's coming out the week after Spider-Man. Perhaps they felt that Spider-Man was going to suck all the energy out of the room. Yep. And the best way to get the largest audience was to put it on HBO Max. Um, I probably agree with that. I mean, I will absolutely be watching that on on the 22nd um and uh so so talk a little bit about culturally it feels like the matrix has had a very big impact uh keanu reeves carrie ann moss uh lawrence fishburne you know all the characters that were in that film and there was a comic book preview that came out back in 99 and this book has gone crazy yeah uh because there's all this new hype again around the matrix
0: yeah i mean the the matrix movie definitely is like your your early 2000s i mean this is this was the cultural phenomenon i mean the book the movie came out and it just destroyed everything it was it was everything everybody was talking about the two sequels that were you know whatever you want to think of them they're they're good they're fine it's the matrix it's crazy but like this this cyberpunk world of computers and being inside and lied to and everything was so impactful it was kind of the first first really movie that dealt with that to the mainstream that wasn't like an indie movie um and they made obviously they made some comic books and they're the the one we're going to talk about is is a uh it was a preview book that was recalled they're supposed to be giving it given out at the matrix uh screens in 99 and they were recalled due to people complaining about what was inside and it just it was too adult for a giveaway um, one of the cool things about this book that was recalled, Bill Sakevich did a, a pinup in there. Ted McKeever did some art in there. And Jeff Darrow, who, if you've never read Shelling Cowboy or just seen any of Jeff Darrow's art, Big Guy and Rusty, one of the best books of all time. His art is phenomenal. He was the uh, the storyboard artist for The Matrix and he did the cover to it. So a lot of big names in this book.
1: Yeah, so a uh, Matrix Cobbs. Comic book preview came out in March of 99. Like you said, it was recalled. Yep. I was put out by Warner Brothers, 139 Blue Label 9.8s, 101 Blue Label 9.6s. It's about a $700 book today in 98 hours. Booyah, booyah. Yes. Yeah, and, you, and like you said, yeah, it was recalled due to mature content, just like you said. So uh, Paul Chadwick story from Concrete. Uh, Paul Chadwick, Concrete never really took off. I mean, you know, my brother has an original oh. concrete brick that he painted on it.
0: Uh, it's pretty neat, actually. Um, what's funny. your what's your what's your brother's address again? Can you just...
1: <laughs> did you ever see that? By the way, Paul painted on a bunch of bricks. Back no, in the day. that's
0: amazing. I love. Uh, I've read the first at least ten of uh, Concrete. It's phenomenal stuff. That book was
1: a hot series back in the day, and Paul did a limited edition number of. I think he just painted them for friends or whatever. He painted on a brick. Yeah. an actual like brick to a house. Yeah. And he painted con- character concrete on the brick. Wow. You still have it, but it's heavy as hell. I yeah, I have it somewhere.
0: How would, how would heritage sell something like that? I mean, the buyer's premium must be high because of shipping.
1: I don't know. You got to ship it. I think probably <laughs> 10, pound, 10 pounds, 10 yeah, pounds for a brick. At yeah. Minimum. Yeah. yeah. It, it's pretty heavy. Um, okay. So uh, what do we got next, Alex? Yeah, let's talk a little fearless defenders. Any 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 reason why you see that these books have been going
0: up these fearless defenders? My only thing with something like this where it's a, a Valkyrie and a Misty Knight kind of book and they're kind of, you know, teamed up. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Spider-Man, please don't keep listening, but the new Spider-Man movie and Hawkeye really because you get both. You you're getting Kingpin, you're getting Daredevil that are in both of those things. So, Everybody is still open. I think Misty Knight was one of the best things of that Defenders, Netflix, uh, Power Man series. I, I think a lot of people really were big fans of hers. Valkyrie, of Tessa Thompson. I mean, if you told me that there was a Tessa Thompson, Misty Knight, Valkyrie, Miniseries on 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 Disney Plus, I'd buy it all over again. I, I'd give them more. Yeah, money. Tess Tess is pretty remarkable. She's, yeah, she's, she's so great. I I think it's a little speculation. Also, it was canceled after 13 issues, so the print run on all of these books have to be very small. I know it's not I gonna, gonna be a heard, lot.
1: I haven't even heard of these books right. until I saw and, the and, prices you know, on. them.
0: And it's it's again, I think I think you're just seeing a lot of the stuff that's like you know the Marvel now they they threw a lot at the wall. Hopefully, hopefully a lot of things would stick and this is, this was something that just didn't work out. You know, it got canceled, but I think people are thinking, you know, if it got canceled, 13 issues there, it's going to be rare. Got it. Got it.
1: All right. So, uh, feelers defenders, number one, uh, April of 2013. So it's eight years already. Uh, it's got a Mark Brooks cover. There are four blue label 9.8. It's got a, a Cullen Bunn's story with Will Sliney art. It's about a three to $5 raw book. No big deal. You could probably buy those and pick those up. Then there's a Minara mm-hmm. one in 50 variant, Alex. There's 40 Blue Label 9.8s. That's an $800 book, $250 Ooh. raw. Cheap. So people people love that
0: Milo Minero. Yeah.
1: yeah. This guy Milo Monero is on fire. Okay. Then the Mike Diodato one in 50 variant cover, not quite as expensive as the Minara variant. There are three Blue Label 9.8s. That's about a $50 to $75 raw book. Then there's the Blank Sketch Edition. Uh, there yep. is one Blue Label and 23 Gold Label 9.8s because it's Sketch, sketch Edition. Yep. Those are 5 to $10 raw. And then there's the Scotty Young Variant Edition uh, where they have the babies, uh, 13 Blue Label 9.8s, and that's about a $100 book. So this Minara variant, I bet you could find, again, I don't think you're going to buy it cheap, but I think you could find these at shows. Like, I don't think that they're... Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I you know, go, to your, go to local stores that are not New York and L.A. I, I think you might find them. I think you might find right, them. Right. Okay, Alex, it's time for Alex's Pick of the Week. What do you got for us? Uh... Whoever said that Funko's, the, the bubble was going to pop in Funko. Oh, let me please. tell you something. The, 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 let me the, tell you something. That's a
1: runaway train.
0: It's not happening. No, it's not no. happening. Funko only went to one show this year, which is Emerald City physically at one show emerald city the lines were out the door you couldn't get in that booth it was there's no slowing down funko pops are not going anywhere they didn't go to new york so everybody had the chance to go online and buy the new york comic-con stuff so you know you would think if something like funko was slowing down at the show no one's going to care absolutely not these emerald city funko's are flipping for double to triple the lines at the at the show store for them are were out the out the door. I this is a train that is I, I think may just never end. You know, so there's I'm always at, more at, properties.
1: So I'm at the, all the signings for sure. all
0: the artists:
1: Kit Harrington, yeah. yeah. Amelia yeah. Clark, Josh yeah. Brolin. The percentage that we get of Funkos is it's like the number one item at yeah. every one of these sightings. Yep. it's the number. one. We get a lot of trading cards. We get tons and tons of Funkos. You do get some props, and then there's photos and posters. Sure, but just seems that the Funkos just blow everything else.
0: Never up. ending. It's it's the Never perfect ending. collectible to get signed, to transport, to put on your shelf. You can you can pull the item out send the box in get it signed put it back in, put the item back in no one would know the difference there's no there's no tape seal it's not a thing like the sealed funko like everybody has them sealed that's the thing uh, the, the these literally are not going everywhere and as they keep making movies you know there, there's going to be spider-man no way home there's going to be uh 40 Eye, different yeah Eye, Eternals, <laughs> there's going to be so much and it never ends and that's we're just talking like marvel you know everything they make yeah they make everything they
1: make everything yeah i I hear you i'm with you all right so on the rare variants we've got two new that i just recently tripped over uh these are crazy alex so i want you to talk to us about why these are so crazy so the first one is amazing spider-man number 688 uh, j scott camel variant edition came out in uh uh, august of 2012 Mm -hmm. nine years ago uh the, the book is selling in 9.8 for $3,200. The book is selling in 9.6 for $1,750. Talk to me a little bit about why, what is going on with these, with these kinds of books.
0: I think what we've talked about in the past of why some variants are going for more than normal, why, why a one in 50 is now a $800 book. And right. I think what you need to see is there's uh, you know, a one in 50 of, a, of Amazing, Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man is a very popular book, but it, it's not always very popular. And I think this series was a very low order book. And I think the, the number of one in 50s in the wild are not as high as you would think for uh, The Amazing Spider-Man. This is towards the end of Dan Slot's run. This is after Superior. I think, I think you're just seeing people noticing how many actual comics of something are in the wild right? So you have this book, there's a one in 50. And then there's the previous exclusive cover, the previous exclusive cover, there's a ton of those. That's not the one. It's the one in 50. I don't think people were ordering as many as uh as high as these books were. And I think they're just, they're just rare.
1: Crazy. So there are 29 nine point eights, and there's 43 9.6 but 3000 bucks. I mean, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Then the next one is very, very interesting. And maybe you yep. know about it. Uh, there was a Low variant for Amazing yep. Spider-Man number 20, which uh, on the legacy numbering is number 821. Uh, it was a low variant yep. uh, with a Jason Poland cover. Came out in June of 2019. Uh, there are two 9.8s. There's one 9.6. The 9.8 just sold for nine thousand dollars. You mm-hmm. can't find these books raw. What was a low variant? I mean, what was that, Alex?
0: So, Uniqlo is is a clothing company. Yes. Um, and that is a company that is, you know, it, it's a lot of uh, imported like Japanese type of style clothing. Um, there's a big one in New York City, but most big malls will have a Uniglo. I think the, the thing here to, to really look at is Jason Pollan. Jason Pollan is and was a fine artist. This is an artist that was in the New Yorker, the New York Times, uh, uh, McSweeney's. This artist is it. big outside of the comic book world. And also he passed away at 37. So this guy is, yeah, he, he, he passed away last year in January, 2020. Wow. So when you're talking, you're talking about a a, a comic book for a clothing store by an artist that would usually never, ever be in the comic book world, a a fine artist. And and this guy uh, in the art world was very, very big and very popular. His art book sold a lot of books. So now you're, you're getting the smash, right? You're getting the art world, realizing that this, you want a a, a thing that is very limited, which is a, a variant cover of a comic book, very limited. You get that together. They're going to start paying money for it. And this is where, this is where we're at. Yeah. He passed away
1: of cancer. Yeah. Age 37. Can you 37? imagine? 37.
0: That's one in year younger two, than
1: me. In January of 2020. Horrible. Crazy. Horrible. It's crazy. Yeah. So uh, Nick Spencer's story, Umberto Ramos, and Victor Olisaba, uh art with uh with uh, Jason Poland cover, yeah. yeah. Okay, great cover, fantastic cover. Yeah, good g- good to know, Alex. If you can find one of these books in any condition, I would pick one up. Totally. All right, what are we closing out with tonight, Alex? Mouse Guard. By the way, I've remembered Mouse Guard. I remember David Peterson coming to our show for twenty years. Yeah, at Wizard World Chicago, yeah. I mean, he came to our yeah. show almost every year. I think he was from Chicago. I don't know.
0: Yeah, Midwestern and, guy. Uh,
1: that book always had a little bit of, I always had a following to it Every uh, and now it's going to be a media property, correct?
0: I think it's been, it's been kicked around studios for a very, 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 very long time. Uh, I think just now it's actually starting to see some light of day. It, you know, people will option things. You'll hear a lot of times that something is optioned. Oh, it's optioned. option. All that means is that somebody is paying somebody else to maybe make that into a property. Usually, an option's about three to five years. If they're not making something, if they're not actively making something, it runs out, reverts back to the original creator, and the creator can now option it again to somebody else. So, I think you see this with Mouse Guard a lot. I think it's it's a it's a prime property for animated or claymation or something along those lines. But it is it's it's mice. It's it's a mice. Uh, kind of like a um sword and sorcery minus a sorcery it's a lot of knights but they're mice like the mice the the knights templar but with mice um and i think you know david peterson's art is beautiful this is one of those books that when it came out it was a it was an arcane comic it was odd sized it was like short magazine size it's not a regular size comic book and it sold like hotcakes i remember this hit the stands i think mine is a third print maybe um and then i have the first print of the other ones but it, it just was like it autumn it was a hit as it hit stands
1: got it well it, it, it's it's moving up there it's moving yep. on up mouse guard number one 2005 there are three point eights, six 9.6s and small. six 9.4s a 9.8 just over 2700
0: it's a small print run
1: yep you start to see with ninja turtles and all this other stuff out yep Wraparound cover, black and white interior, Mouse Guard pinup by Guy Davis, David Peterson story, cover and art. And then Mouse Guard number one, the second series, uh, February of 2006, 60 Blue Label 9.8s. I could not find any for sale, raw or 9.8. Belly of the Beast wraparound cover, David Peterson. The second print came out in April of 2006. There's only four 9.8s. The third print came out in June of 2006. There's five 9.8s. So again there's no pop on those I would try to start trying to find those mouse cards I think you're starting to see on a lot of these vintage indie books you yep. just 2005 2006 Alex you're starting to go back 15 16 years on some of these things you know what yep. I'm saying
0: yep and yep. and again these these are these weren't you had to put them in a golden board and bag they weren't you couldn't just board and bag them so these are these are definitely kicking people's on people's bookshelves people threw them away right. gave them to kids like these are hard to find right right right. Um,
1: All right. So I think that does it for another show. Uh, We thank you everybody for joining us. If you have any questions or comments, please leave them in the, in the fields down below. And we will see everybody uh, uh, next week. Same bat time. Same bat channel.
0: Thanks guys.